where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> Hi! I missed you. It feels like it's been so long since we last hung out. Such a long time. But it's only been a week. But it feels like things have happened since then. And I have things to catch you up on, girl. What's I going to say? Oh, I don't remember. But today we're just going to be talking and catching up. And it's going to be a chill one. You know, it's just going to be you and me hanging out, relaxing, talking about what I've been up to. I asked you to ask me some questions, so I'm going to answer some of those in this episode. And as you can tell, we're on the bed and we haven't done an episode on the bed yet. And I was chilling in here making TikToks a minute ago and I was like, oh, I don't want to go in the other room. I want to stay on the And it's a beautiful day out there and I can see the blue skies through the blinds. So... I think this is right that we're on the bed today. Anyways, I have, what have I been up to? I don't know, but I went to my first um, fashion show the other day. I've never been to one of those before. And honestly, I was always kind of like, I'm not really that interested in going to one of them. I don't know why, because I love fashion, but I've just never really kind of like kept tabs on like the shows and whatever. But honestly, I've recently been tapping in and I feel like now that I am just every single day discovering myself more and more and more, because I realized in my relationship, I lost who I was as an individual and stopped finding inspiration because I became complacent. So yeah, I've been really kind of like finding things that I like and really, really getting into music. Like I'm, I've been getting into music so much recently. I'm like in the trenches and I've discovered like all of these new artists and bands and I'm just like feeling so inspired and in awe. So that's my fucking vibe right now and really getting into fashion more. I'm really getting into things. I'm feeling inspired, so that's good. But anyways, so I went to my first show the other day Holtzweiler. Oh, there's a cat. Um, I swear to God, if they start, if they start doing the zoomies right now, he's got a crazy look in his eye. Gene, he's got a crazy look in his eye. These cats cannot be trusted. Every time I go to sit down and film my podcast, they try and do something crazy. And it's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. Anyways, I went to the Holtzweiler show and it was so good. And I actually really enjoyed myself. I had a few friends that were there. So I wasn't a complete loner, which was fun. In the past, I like never wanted to go to these kind of things because the thought of it gave me anxiety. And I don't know, I think I kind of had imposter syndrome where I just kind of like, I was like, why would, why, why should I be there? And then like, what if someone tries to take a picture of me, then what do I do? Like, that's so scary. <laughs> How do I pose? Who am I? But I feel like now that I know myself more and I'm like really confident in my own skin, finally, for the first time in my life, I just had a great time because honestly, when you are yourself, you're chilling, you're chilling, you're killing. So it was so funny though. Like I was with Hannah in the event as we come in and I know some of the girls that were working the event and they were like, can we ask you some questions and film you with this microphone? And I'm like, perfect, like this is cool. And I think I misunderstood the question because the question was, um, what is your go-to pick me up? Like when you're having a bad day. And so like Hannah goes first and she's like, um, 
I know mine, it's like, get the girls together and get out of London and go on a hike. Hashtag gulp girls. Um, and then I was like, mine's mine's the opposite. Um, I'm staying inside with my two cats, lighting my candle and my incense, and I am putting on my sad music and I am disassociating. <laughs> and then everyone else in the video was like, hot chocolate, spending time with loved ones. And I was like, oh, mine isn't a pick me up, it's a pick me down. And <laughs> I think I heard the question wrong. So that is funny <laughs> for whatever. Honestly, I would still do that for a pick me up because if anything, it's relaxing, it's comforting. It's something that I've done many times before and I will continue to do throughout the rest of my life. Anyways, I am gonna title this episode How to Manifest Good Things because whenever I try to write a title for the episode, I'm like, what am I calling this? What am I calling it? And I usually just like write kind of random things. I don't know. Do I? Do I think things through? What's happening right now? I think my coffee's kicking in. <laughs> I feel bad. I just lured my two cats into the living room and I trapped them in there because I was just trying to fucking talk. And I swear to motherfucking God, these fucking cats were being so annoying before I started filming. So I was like, let me give you some food now so you don't jar the fuck out of me whilst I try to make my podcast. So I did that. And now they have the motherfucking zoomies and they're like skidding across this wooden laminate flooring and just like going crazy. And I just foresaw what was gonna happen, which was one of them was just gonna run into my motherfucking tripod. And like, I would have to just do this all again. And I have not got it in me. Also, it's so hard to talk and focus and be in a zen vibe when you have two cats running a ruckus. So I take it back. I don't feel bad. I gave you food. Um, I gave you the option to be good and you decide to have fun whilst I'm trying to have fun. And <laughs> only one of us can have fun at one time so they can have fun in the living room. And this is my space. <laughs> it's so crazy having two cats, you guys. Anyways, I'm going to be titling this episode How to Manifest Good Things because when I was in the shower this morning, I was thinking, what am I going to title my podcast episode? Because <laughs> why is writing a title for your episode so difficult? Because I'm like, is that what determines if somebody clicks on it or not? Because a lot of the time, like whatever the title is, usually is just like a small fragment of what I spoke about in the episode. But whatever, man, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling, putting these things out on the internet. If someone watches it, they watch it. But honestly, like, it's a good time for me to chat for an hour every week. So gotta let it out. And so that I don't get accused for uh, clickbaiting, I'm gonna tell you how to manifest good things into your life. Because I manifested something. Well, I've been manifesting something and it came to fruition the other day. And I was like, wow, like, I really am. I'm a really, I'm a really good manifester. Like, you know, sometimes it takes time and it just doesn't happen when you want it to happen, but it always happens in the end. So I'm thinking, sit back and relax, enjoy the show and keep on manifesting girls because, you know, I'm sure as you've heard from previous episodes, I have been saying I am so bored and I just need some male attention. <laughs> I want to go on a date. I want to flirt with someone and I want someone to admire me to give me compliments and to be interested in me and ask me questions because <laughs> I'm bored <laughs> and I need something to do with my time um yeah so anyways and I was saying that I was saying it, I was saying it nothing was happening I made a hinge account because I was like maybe there'll be someone fit on here and I can go on a date and just like kill some time disgusting I deleted that thing because honestly 
not a single hot man on there, not a single hot fucking man. And it was so fucking traumatizing to know that they were all looking at me. Like they looked at my page and they were like, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 never. So I had to delete it because it was just absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah, didn't like that. Hmm. So yeah, just been dying to meet a hot boy, really. It's been a while since I've been on a date. And then I'm at the show the other day <laughs> and my friend Mira is taking pictures of me and, you know, I'm doing my thing, posing, whatever. And this guy comes up to her and then is like standing next to her and like smiles at me and is like watching me pose for my pictures. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cute. So I smile at him back because he was cute. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to finish taking pictures now because it's getting a little embarrassing for me. So I like go up to Mira and then the guy's there and like, he's hot so I'm like I don't know like I something came over me I think because I've just been like I need a hot guy in my life when I saw him I was like instantly subconsciously like okay Jen get your chaps on so I just like I, I'm looking at him and like he's really fit and like his tie is twisted so then I touch his tie and I'm like your tie's twisted by the way um touching strangers is it appropriate question mark <laughs> whatever so yeah and then I was talking to him and then apparently he came over because he thought I was cute. <laughs> and apparently he saw me earlier on and was like, she's really cute. I need to go speak to her. But he was he was doing something and then he kept looking over being like, oh my God, like what if she leaves? Imagine somebody admiring me from a distance. It's just wonderful news. It's something everybody wants to hear, to be honest. So he was cute and it was a vibe. And I was like, dude, like you should take me on a date. <laughs> take me on a date so then we went on a date and it was quite cute um so <laughs> what am I saying what am I getting at here oh yeah that's how you manifest good things you guys bombard every single person that you meet including yourself including your fucking journal and say I need to go on a date I need to meet a hot guy like bring a hot guy into my life or whatever you're trying to manifest like bring me money bring me abundance bring me joy bring me peace <laughs> bring me freedom <laughs> just keep saying it over and over and over and foresee it in your future and eventually it will come to fruition so I highly recommend that <laughs> so annoying though like I told him about my podcast and then he was like I'm gonna listen to it and then I was like yeah thank you like support me go off queen and then I realized what I'm talking about in my podcast like literally every nook and cranny of my motherfucking life and then I was like wait I retract that statement and then I was like please don't fucking watch them please don't fucking watch them how am I gonna be mysterious if you watch my fucking podcast episodes <laughs> because I'm not mysterious on here and I'm just telling you everything and it's for the girls I don't want a boy like listening to my fucking trauma and I know I put it on the fucking internet on the world wide web but like I don't want a boy <laughs> I don't want a boy where I'm trying to create an image of myself and I want to be perceived in a specific way for a certain amount of time. I don't want you to see the real me, girl. <laughs> because. <laughs> because I'm not ready for that. So don't watch my podcast episodes. Stressing me out and there's nothing I can do about it. It's on the internet. So didn't really think that one through. But then if someone asks me what I do, what do I say? Maybe I just won't tell anyone I have a podcast moving forward in the future. <laughs> yes, 
Hmm. Anyways, I went to Muji the other day and I've been dying to go back to Muji for a very long time and I haven't, um, but I finally went and I got what I was wanting to get for a while, which is a really cute mini journal and some new pens because all of mine have run out and writing without a Muji pen is like a prison sentence. It's so horrible. I like my Muji pens. They just write so perfectly. And so I got some more and in this little journal is perfect. It can fit in the pocket of my jackets. It can obviously fit in my bag. And basically it's gonna be my learning journal where I write in all of these interesting words that I want to learn and use within my vocabulary. And also I wanna write anything interesting that I learn, like any fun facts, whatever, things to learn. And I just think that it's great. I need some stimulation and I'm trying to expand my vocabulary because I just think there's nothing better than pulling out these words that nobody's heard before. Isn't that amazing? Why don't you want to do that? <laughs> oh, you guys, I've really been enjoying life recently, actually, which is nice because, you know, sometimes I don't enjoy life. <laughs> sometimes I wake up in the morning and I just want to go back to bed to be fair that was me yesterday but also John Quill was like on the same vibe as me and we were just like <laughs> we were voice noting and she was like okay Jen like I'm gonna get out of bed now I think it was like I don't know like 1 1 1 p.m she was like I'm gonna get out of bed now it's just taking me so long I'm gonna force myself to do yoga maybe then I won't feel depressed afterwards <laughs> I'll let you know how I go and I'm like okay, babe, I think I'm going to take a nap. I just don't think I can go for a walk right now. <laughs> I'll see you in a few hours. And I just love when you sync up with your girlfriends. It's very cute. But yeah, sometimes you just need to nap the day away. A nap really does hit different when you're avoiding being alive. Other than that, uh, I have been enjoying my time recently on this planet because I've been going on walks again. And I realize how important it is for me to go on a motherfucking walk. And for you to go on a walk, girl, like go on a motherfucking walk, bitch. We all should go on a walk every single day if we can have time for it. Honestly, even a five minute walk around the block, like we all have five minutes, but it's so nice. And like spring is coming and it's just so beautiful to be able to be in nature. And I've been going to my favorite motherfucking park and I've just been having really nice reflective moments and I was sitting down on the bench in the park. I have sat on this bench in this park many times and I kind of got emotional because I was sitting on it and I was like, wow, like, fuck. I've been so many different versions of myself on this bench. I have been feeling a different way every single time I've sat on this bench. I've been on this bench depressed as fuck. I've been on this bench happy as fuck. I've been on this bench, you know, feeling a little emotional many a time and it was also cute because it like had just started raining so I was on the bench and like the rain was going into the puddle and I was just watching it and I was like listening to my music and I just lit my cigarette and yeah it was gorgeous it was just so fucking gorgeous and honestly I have such an emotional attachment to this park I need somebody uh to get me a bench there with a nice message. <laughs> 
But no, it was really cute. And then it really started to rain. And I was like, oh, I have to go out. And I don't need my hair to be frizzy. So I walked to the bit that has the shelter. And then I was sitting under that. And there was a few other people sitting under it waiting for the rain to pass. And I just thought, again, like, how cute is it that we're all here together doing the same thing, waiting for the rain to pass. And none of us are talking to each other. <laughs> but it was cute. And I just really enjoy like just existing and being at peace and I find that like when you're amongst nature it's just so easy to do that and I just stayed there for a bit and it was really cute because these two girls were walking their dog and their dog was going, going crazy and he went off the lead and they were like calling after him and he was running and like jumping in this like stream of water and getting absolutely soaked and they were like no like what are you doing and he was in big trouble but he was like fuck you guys like I'm just trying to have fun so honestly good for him I'm pretty sure his name was Marley as well which was cute it was giving Marley a meme let's not think about that movie actually we will spiral but yeah I just, I wrote in my notes, life is full of little joys. I love these joyous moments, just being present and looking at everything in awe, admiring everything. God, it's so fucking beautiful. A beautiful song playing. The great big oak tree is so strong and bold. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is so funny. But no, there's this big fucking oak tree by the park and it is so insane and every time I walk past it I just stop and I'm like you are so big. Like it's so big and like it's crazy. What else did I write? I'm so grateful for everything. I'm beaming. The squirrel shoving little sticks down a crack in the floor, then running off. What is he up to? Was he burying food for later? <gasps> he must be, because that was so random. But it was cute. I just love witnessing all the little squirrels, the dogs, the ducks, the birds. They're all out in the park. And I'm just really excited to see some more flowers start blooming, to be honest, because I love to see the flowers bloom. And then, oh my God, I can't wait for June. Is it June? Yeah, in June, the wisteria comes and I fucking love wisteria. And the peonies, my favorite flower. I love peonies. Peonies is April time though, which is my birthday, so slay. Oh my God, somebody commented on my fucking Instagram picture. Um, Girl, are you on Ozempic? Cause you look amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm like, is that just like a funny like internet thing? Like, girl, are you on Ozempic because you're serving? But like, I don't know, it was kind of triggering because I was like, were you calling me fat before? <laughs> I mean, I was, but no, I just, what the fuck? It was weird. I don't like people, even when someone's like, oh, you look really good, like you've lost weight or whatever. It's still like not appropriate, I think, to comment on somebody's weight, even if it's in a positive light, because... I don't know it's just a bit weird it's a bit weird I feel like you shouldn't do that so then I was like go I was like ha laugh cry like emoji and I was like go what because I was just so confused by the comment and she was like you've lost a lot of weight like are you on Ozempic I just assumed because a lot of celebrities are I'm like okay well first of all I'm not a celebrity so why would I be on Ozempic second of all can you is that like a British thing like can you even get that here third of all no so I was like no and I just commented back I was like no girl like I've just spent an entire year like more than a year like a year and four months um healing my relationship with food because I had a binge eating disorder <laughs> um and you know I just try and be active but thanks I guess I'm like okay 
um, I'm feeling a little bit triggered by this comment. Um, so that was weird. Did not enjoy that, but whatever. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, the other day at work, I met this amazing woman. What was her name? I have it written down in my notes. Oh my God, her name was Victoria. And she was she was so insane and like, holy fuck, let me tell you the story about Victoria. So basically there's a woman in the fitting room and she's trying on a bunch of stuff. So I go and help her out and I like help style her. And I'm like, oh, have you tried, have you seen this dress? I think that would look really cute on you. And we have these shoes that would look cute if you wanna like try those on with it. And she's like down, like she's down to like try some outfits, play a little dress up. And then I just start talking to her and like making conversation. She's like coming out of the fitting room and she looks so fucking stunning, like so amazing. And she's like looking at herself and she's like, oh, I don't know. Like I look a bit like, I don't know. Like, do you think like I is a bit tight or I look a bit fat here? And I'm like, oh my God, the amount of like everyone, everyone, the, the majority of fucking people that are trying stuff on are always commenting on their bodies in a negative light and it really stresses me the fuck out and I was like girl we don't do this and I was just saying to her I was like listen girl like if you feel good in it that's like the only thing that matters and I was saying I was like do you like it like do you like the outfit and she was like yeah I do like it I just I don't know it's not very me and then I kind of started talking about how we kind of tend to keep ourselves in these boxes and we don't really venture out of them. So for instance, she really liked this dress, but she felt as though it wasn't really her usual style. So she was a bit stuck on whether she should get it or not because it was out of her comfort zone. But at the same time, she really liked it and she looked really amazing in it. And I was like, dude, like you need to get it because you look incredible in it and you love it. So like, why wouldn't you get it? And then I was kind of seeing her like, just feel uncomfortable in stepping out of her comfort zone. And it reminded me of like times where I've done that, where I've really liked a specific outfit and I haven't worn it because I've not felt confident enough to wear it because it's out of my comfort zone. And I was like, why are we limiting ourselves and stopping ourselves from wearing things that we love that make us feel really good but at the same time we're too scared to wear them I don't know do you know what I mean by that like if you like it wear it stop overthinking it and if you feel good in it wear it and like step out of your comfort zone and like keep growing and keep pushing yourself. Anyways, whatever, we were just basically like having a really nice conversation and it got really fucking deep. And I was like, do you go to therapy? <laughs> this sounds like, like I bombarded her, like, do you go to therapy? But we were basically like exchanging like these deep personal stories. And we were like on the vibe of like therapy. So I was like, do you go to therapy? And she was like, yeah, and like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I can't really disclose anything because <laughs> everything was very personal, but we were just having the most beautiful conversation. And she was really listening like so intently to me. And she was like, I'm really enjoying like the conversation we're having. And I was like, me too. Like, I'm really enjoying this conversation as well. Like, I really love talking to you. And I was saying to her, I was like, it's just so bizarre how you know, like in our culture, we don't fucking 
hang out with anyone but like people our own age like you know like a few years on either side and we kind of stay in these like groups and it kind of keeps us small and it doesn't expand our like knowledge and our emotional intelligence and like in other cultures you're surrounded by people of all ages and your elders and you look up to them and everyone shares stories and experiences and you become just like so much more of a well-rounded open-minded intelligent being as opposed to like in western culture where you're like well why would I be friends with like a 40 or 50 year old that's weird <laughs> because I was saying that in hopes that she would be like we should hang out because like <laughs> I'm not joking Victoria healed something within me she touched my inner child that sounds weird <laughs> she didn't touch me in that way <laughs> fuck's sake um but no she she really like yeah she touched my inner child not in a weird way but I felt so deeply moved by our conversation because she was just so like maternal and I was like Victoria what is your star sign she was like I'm a Taurus and I was like me too queen me too but it was so nice and I really wanted to be like hey like would you like to get coffee sometime and just like talk because genuinely like I've never had that with an older woman she was like 50 and it was giving mom and I don't really have that relationship with my mom I don't think she'd be able to communicate in the way that like me and Victoria were communicating yeah it was really it was I've never had that experience before like with an older woman with like a a mother figure like a conversation like that and it was really beautiful and oh god it was just like so wonderful and I just really wanted to hang out with her and like have her in my life and I was like adopt me queen like I'm literally obsessed with you like I want you to be my mom not that I don't love my mom but like yeah she was giving she was giving deep deep uh understanding deep connection and it was so beautiful and yeah I was just saying to her I was like I really love talking with you and she was like me too like I really loved meeting you and I miss her and I hope she's doing well I don't know it was so weird like it was just would be so nice to have somebody like that in my life who I could talk to about things and they can give me advice I don't really have that with my mom not that she's like not there for me but like she's she just doesn't see things with the same perspective so there's just like a big disconnect and Victoria was really serving mother. She was giving mother and we basically have this thing at work where you can add people's numbers and you can start a chat. So if they wanna order something, you can send them a link. And I was like, let me add you on this chat. So if you ever wanna order anything, I can send you a link. <laughs> and I was hoping that she'd be like, Jen, but then why would she? But the thing is, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking, because everyone in the store was like, oh my God, you guys were like really getting intense. And I was like, I know, like she was giving mother. Um, I was thinking like, obviously I didn't want to be like, hey, like I really love talking with you. Would you like to get a coffee sometime and just like talk? Um, I didn't want to say that in case she'd be like, girl, what? No, you freak. And obviously like, maybe she didn't want to say that because in case I'd be like no you freak <laughs> so neither of us said it but I know it sounds kind of weird but I feel like both of us would genuinely go and get coffee together and like just chat because 
it sounds weird because I haven't told you what we were talking about, but we were talking about very deep and personal things and it was fucking crazy. And honestly, like, I will say it again, she was giving mother and she healed part of my inner child and I just miss her and I love her and I hope I see her again. And the next time I see her, I'm going to be like, girl, like, do you want to get coffee and hang out? And can you adopt me and be my mummy? <laughs> I've got mummy issues. I just, I wish I had that in my life, like a an older woman role model who is just able to have these beautiful, deep, thoughtful conversations with me and like kind of guide me through life and give me insight and that's really sad I wish I had that but you know whatever you get what you get in this life <laughs> fucking hell anyways let's move on from that I just got a little bit sad talking about Victoria I miss her oh my god I have in my notes Teflon's egg on TikTok is my favorite TikTok right now just type in Teflon's egg into tiktok and it's this really funny account that makes these like this amusing alien content and it's so funny and i laugh so hard at it so it's really nice to just log on to tiktok and see something cute i've been so enjoying tiktok recently because i would never go on it really because it's just so good and i already have an iphone addiction so i can't be going on tiktok because what would happen maybe I would never sleep I would just be on my iPhone 24 hours a day but yeah I'm just like following so many people because I'm just like everyone on here is so much fun I love TikTok I think it's great and honestly I think like the reason I don't go on it is not because it makes me feel shit about myself it's because it's so good that I won't get off of it I think if you curate your your social media and you like follow people that actually make content that makes you feel good or inspired or just something to laugh about or whatever then you're curating your algorithm so that when you go onto these platforms you're actually getting quality content so I have a nice mixture of like brain rock content and like inspiring content spiritual content motivational content and I love TikTok like it's so good it's so good and I follow so many incredible people that make really beautiful inspiring content that just makes me feel really good about myself so I love that okay so I had a thought the other day when I was on the train and I was just looking around and admiring the people and this lady was doing sudoku sudoku or sudoku sudoku who (laughs) one of those uh she was doing that and like you know everyone else is doing their thing and I'm looking and I'm like look at all of these people there are so many interesting people in this world doing their own thing where are they going what are they up to and I just went into introspection mode and I started thinking about my life and how things have changed so much oh my god 555 another angel number I literally have in my notes like the angels have been speaking to me what have I got 15 15 time and it was the 15th on my calendar and now oh wait and now it's 15 55 so many fives let's look up what 555 means because actually I have been seeing that one so much angel number oh fuck in numerology 555 is considered to be an angel number that is said to represent change good luck transformation freedom and personal growth hey 
I love that. That is so true. What does it stand for in love? There is fucking cat hair on me. If you're single, witnessing the angel number 555 can be interpreted as a big shift happening in your love life. If you're single and you see this, it means a new love or opportunity is coming your way. Love that for me. Uh, anyways, let's get back on onto my notes so I know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I was thinking about my life and how things have changed so much. And I was just feeling so grateful. And I told myself, I will never, I will never, never, never keep myself small again. And I was just kind of like reflecting on how in my relationship, because I was in it for so long, which is why I always talk about my relationship pretty much a little bit in most episodes, because like I was in that relationship for eight years. It's like, and all of my like formative years as an, as a young adult. So it's crazy how much it affected me. God, like it's crazy because the amount of growth I've had in the past six months from not being in a relationship with anyone is insane. And I've gotten to know myself so deeply and every single day I'm discovering more and more things about myself and I'm becoming more myself every single day. And my world is getting bigger and bigger and I'm, I'm having all of these experiences and making all of these new friends and meeting all of these new people and doing all of these new things and everything's new and everything's exciting and it's just so wonderful and it does sadden me a little bit that I kind of kept myself so small for such a long time and didn't do anything like we never went on holiday together like we never did things together like we never did fun things together go on dates or do exciting things I would always try but he never wanted to do anything and he would never plan anything <laughs> so like it wasn't like I was in a relationship where it was like fun and I was like doing things I just wasn't doing anything so feeling really good and you know 2024 is going to be the best year of all of our lives I just feel it in my bones it's so exciting to know that like what's gonna happen today anything can happen it's fucking crazy I'm just feeling really really grateful and like it's kind of scary not knowing what the future holds but I think if you just have faith and you believe that what is meant for you will always arrive on time and that you're always being guided and protected and you know that you're doing everything in your power that you can to like head in the direction that you want to go in. I just feel like what's the worst that can happen? And like having the perspective that if something does come into my life to disrupt it a little bit, it's only here to like show me something and teach me something. So I'm feeling like my, my perspective on life is very much like I'm so open to experiencing everything and whatever is in my life is in my life for a reason so I'm really perceptive and I really kind of try to analyze whatever is happening in my life and whoever is in my life and think okay like why is it here what is this trying to teach me but also at the same time like being present and fully immersing myself in the experience and just finding the joy in it um yeah I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. Anyways, let me answer some of your questions. 
<laughs> okay, question number one. Can you talk about navigating failure and adversity? Sure. I feel like it's all about your perspective on life and how you view failure. Um, because it does have obviously negative connotations, but honestly, like, I don't think failing is a bad thing because if you failed something it just means you tried at something and it didn't work out but there's a reason it didn't work out and it's not um rejection it's just redirection I just love all these little mantras they make everything like so much more wholesome and you know it might be annoying for some people but I feel like if it brings you joy and it makes you feel like things have meaning then why the hell not <laughs> yeah I don't know for me because I have kind of such huge faith in my life I just know everything's gonna work out so if I experience adversity and things in my life fail I have faith that it's happening for a reason that everything happens for a reason and then there's no resistance towards whatever is happening in my life there's acceptance and when there's acceptance you know like it might be an uncomfortable feeling or experience but because I'm not resisting it I can just kind of let go and let it wash over and kind of look at it and be like okay like this didn't work out that's fine I'm gonna try again I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep trying I think don't let things like that get you down like everyone like not everything is going to work out in your life why would it that would be weird if it did like it's just you got to zoom out of your life a little bit and if you quote unquote fail um or you run into obstacles they're like trying to show you things and it's it's not working out for a reason but if you're like just down here and you're experiencing it, it can feel very overwhelming. But whenever I feel overwhelmed, I like to just zoom out of my life and see my life as this like big thing. And then I can see the quote unquote failure or I can see the obstacle and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I can see what's ahead and I can see there's gonna be more obstacles and more failures and all of these things. Um, and it just gives me a bit of peace because I'm like, okay, well, I've handled sticky situations before and I've been fine so I'll just handle this and yeah I think having that perspective and just knowing that you can get through anything you're gonna be fine and not everything's meant to work out it's just leading you on to bigger and better things and just have faith that bigger and better things are already in your life so having gratitude for what you already have but also having faith that bigger and better things are also waiting for you. But they're just on the other side of the obstacle. Just don't let it get you down, queen. You've got to have faith that there's so much good waiting for you, but there's also so much good already in your life. So yeah, slay. I don't know if I answered that question very well, but whatever, let's move on. Do you think it was right for you to overcome depression and binge eating without therapy? <laughs> Um, do I think it was right? I mean, that's just what I did personally. I think for everyone, it's going to be a little different. Um, I think if you can afford to do it, 
a hundred percent go to therapy don't do that shit on your own like I just couldn't afford to go to therapy so I was like I'll just do it myself and also I knew that like I could do it myself at the end of the day like my depression and binge eating was was manageable like it wasn't like like I did want to die sometimes but like I wouldn't actually have like killed myself I don't no, I wouldn't have actually killed myself. So it wasn't, it wasn't that extreme. It was manageable. So I think just, you know, it's an individualistic thing. If it's very intense for you and very overwhelming, always get professional help. And I don't know. Yeah. If you can afford it, always get professional help. I just decided to do it on my own. And I enjoyed the process because I learned a lot and it made me fall in love with psychology and, and therapy because I basically therapized myself and then it gave me the realization that I want to when I'm older when I'm like 40 want to become a therapist and get a master's a master's why did I why did I call it a master's what the fuck I want to get master's and learn how to become a therapist and I'm really excited about that so I feel like that was the journey that I needed to be on to kind of fall in love with the process to enlighten me to this new path that I want to take when I'm older. Um, but yeah, always seek professional help is my advice. What's your Pinterest and Spotify? My Pinterest is lavagirl12345, I think. And my Spotify, I don't know what it is, but I have a playlist called Cry Dancing in the Kitchen. And if you type that in, it will probably come up. If not, DM me. <laughs> and I'll send you a link. Love your style and taste in music. That was the rest of the question. Just wanted to add that in there so that you guys know that she loves my style and my music. <laughs> Do you believe in stepping into your feminine energy? Because I feel like it's just made up. Oh my God, a hundred percent. Girl, when I tell you I was in my masculine energy for so motherfucking long because I was in fight or flight mode and I was constantly like, I must protect myself and I was just so in my fucking masculine energy and not tapping into my feminine energy and then when I left my motherfucking ex I was like I need to find I need to find myself again and I need to tap back into my feminine energy and I need to be the goddess that I was born to be that I know lives within me and I need to just be free and this woman who is one with nature and to flow and to just be divine, a divine goddess. That was one of the things that I really wanted to focus on, uh, just kind of shifting my energy um, and like balancing it out and being more feminine, um, which meant just being softer and, and becoming more vulnerable and more empathetic and just more in tune with my body and like my emotions and, and being physically affectionate with all of my girlfriends and learning how to do that because I couldn't do that I discussed in previous ep episodes that I just couldn't be physically affectionate with anyone because it made me uncomfortable so I <laughs> had exposure therapy and now I can be so touchy and affectionate and really surround myself with the amazing women in my life and prioritize that and wear things that make me feel really feminine and beautiful and yeah 
yeah, I just really love being a woman and being in my feminine energy. I feel like I was in my masculine energy for so many motherfucking years and it's good to have a balance, but like I was giving like 70% masculine energy and 30% feminine. And now I feel like I give more like kind of 60% feminine, 40% masculine, which I like because I just wanna be so in my goddess power. Like I wanna feel like a divine female and I do feel like that. So I love that. <laughs> uh next question your hair looks stunning may you show the way you style it please <laughs> everyone always asks me this thank you so much but queen i literally just fucking wash it i put Ola after i wash it i put olaplex serum in the olaplex hair oil and then i scrunch it with my fucking hands and it just dries like that and i know that is annoying <laughs> but I can't show you how I style it because it would be so underwhelming because I quite literally scrunch it in my hands. And then the next days after that, I just brush it and I have a mister bottle from Amazon that I literally just fill up with water and I make it wet again. And then I just scrunch it and that's it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Does shit get easier after high school? Queen, you're gonna be fine. Shit gets so much easier. Well, does it actually? <laughs> For me, it got harder. <laughs> you know, don't want to bash the bubble there, but no, no, I won't stress you out. I mean, for me, it did get harder, but that's only because like you then have to become an adult and you have to figure out life and it's scary and nobody knows what they're doing and everyone's just trying to figure it out. Nothing's ever easier. Like life doesn't get easier. If anything, it gets harder, but it's all about how you choose to go about it. So I feel like advice that I would love to give you is to just educate yourself, listen to really like great podcasts like Huberman Labs. Um, I quite like Jay, Jay Shetty's podcast. I really enjoy the conversations on there. I think it's wonderful. Mel Robbins has a good podcast. Um, Sophia Bush has a podcast called, what is it called? Work in Progress. That's really good. There are so many great podcasts out there. So listen to podcasts read great books and surround yourself with people that energize you and make you feel really good about yourself um and who inspire you and accept you for who you are and if you do all of those things it's gonna be a lot easier but just make sure you don't keep people in your life that treat you like shit and make you feel drained when you come away from them and don't be consuming content that makes you feel shit. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Everyone always does. You're going to be good. What fashion-y things are you really into at the moment? Girl, thing is, like, honestly, I, I have a big pile of clothes that I need to take pictures of and sell so that I can buy new clothes because I can't buy any new clothes until I sell my old clothes. And I have not bought any new clothes in ages. And I'm looking at my wardrobe and I'm just like, I have nothing to wear. And it's stressing me out and really obsessing me because I just need to serve a look. <laughs> Please. So I really need to get my head down and sell these fucking clothes. Um, so honestly, like I haven't really been getting inspo because I know that it would just make me sad because I can't buy anything right now. But like... I would say like my current vibe is honestly just like so boho vibes, like fringing um, and just like, just things that make me feel beautiful, like flowy dresses and like silks and just like 
anything inspired by nature and that feels bohemian um and like divine goddess vibes like that is my vibe that is my vision and I'm really into it are you happy question mark brackets genuinely lots of exclamation marks <laughs> yes I am happy genuinely for sure I think you know sometimes I wake up and I'm I'm feeling miserable but I'm just a woman and I have a hormonal cycle so I feel like that's to blame um honestly like I've done so much fucking work that I feel like I've healed a lot of parts of myself I do get triggered quite a lot but I have things in my toolkit now that I can use when I do get triggered and I would say that I am genuinely happy like for the first time in my life I I'm not feeling held back by anything. Like I'm genuinely living my truth. I'm not in anything that I don't want to be in. I'm in control of my life and I get to choose who's in my life. I get to choose who I give my energy to. I get to choose how I spend my time. Therefore, everyone that I have in my life is amazing and they uplift me. And I've never had such wonderful, beautiful, kind, and caring friends in my life before um and I'm really content I'm really content with with my life and with myself and in the place in my life that I am in right now I feel like I've worked really hard to get here and I feel things coming into fruition that I've been manifesting and I'm I'm I am happy and I'm really excited for what the future holds and for what the rest of the year holds and I have like really exciting things planned like I'm going to Paris next week I've never been to Paris before um I'm going to New York in June for 10 days and I'm so fucking excited like that's my dream destination so I have things to look forward to which is really exciting and I'm going to like so many great gigs and concerts like my favorite artists and I'm listening to such amazing music that's making me feel like a plethora of fucking emotions and I just feel really really good like I feel just like I'm enjoying every moment in life although some days I do get kind of sad um and like maybe like a little bit lonely I feel like that's just a normal a normal experience to have and normal emotions to feel um and then I wake up the next day and it passes and like the the next day is better so I'm just going with the flow but truly I have never felt more myself more at peace And I feel like I'm living a life that I've actually built for myself and a life that I've actually chosen. And every single like component in my life are things that I've chosen to be in there. And there's nothing that I don't want in my life, in my life. So I feel incredible. Thank you for asking. I hope you're happy too. I love you. Next question is, I just want to say I love you so much and you inspire me every day. You are so gorgeous. Oh my God, girl, I love you. You inspire me every day. You are the best. (laughs) And I hope you're having the best day. Uh, Is there anyone you're directly inspired by? At the moment, honestly, like, do you mean like fashion wise? 
because I have not been looking at anything fashionable recently. I've just been going to work. <laughs> I like, I don't know, seeing friends or filming my podcast or reading reading my books. So I don't know. Chloe Seveny is always my fashion inspo, to be honest. So putting her out there and also just people in London on the street, I'm always seeing fashion inspo always and then when I see a cute outfit I write it in my notes app hair care routine I'm begging I'm so sorry I don't have one why are you so cute thank you <laughs> these aren't questions I love your style what keywords do you search on vinted oh okay um I don't have like a keyword thing basically what I do my vinted system is I make a mood board on Pinterest and I find the vibe that I want to go for and I collect all the images. And then once I've done that, then I look through, I'm like, okay, what do we have here? What kind of outfits do we have here? So for instance, if it's low rise jeans and an off the shoulder top in the picture, and I love the vibe, I'm just literally typing in like low rise jeans. I kind of try to find things more so in terms of, of the actual uh, item. So if I'm looking for like a frilly, delicate top, I'll type in delicate top or delicate blouse or lace blouse. And then I just kind of set the budget. I set the budget because I love to find a bargain and I feel like there's so many good things for cheap and I'm not trying to spend a lot of money when I'm shopping. And then I change the setting to newest first and then I just get scrolling and I get digging and you just have to commit to it you have to commit to the fact that you will be scrolling um for the entire evening but it's so fun it's so fun to shop and I can't wait to build a new wardrobe I need to start selling my clothes on vintage so I can buy some new clothes girl Okay, last question is, what are your favorite music artists and bands? Now that we're on that question, actually, this is a perfect way to end the episode because I always do music recommendations at the end of the episode. And I have been finding so many fucking good artists and so much good music. It's crazy. So let's have a look. I'm basically in my album era. And what I've been doing is I've just been collecting albums that I love and listening to them front to back really immersing myself and collecting collecting all of my albums on Spotify and I've just been having such a good time doing that so an album that I've been loving is Gran Turismo by the Cardigans that is so good another album Damien Gerardo and now that I'm in your shadow heartbreaking post-war by M Ward amazing and the song post-war is so fucking beautiful so beautiful harps and angels by randy newman he has a song called losing you <laughs> and it is just so heartbreaking because he talks about how he's just experienced so many things in life and lost so many things and has done so many things but um at the end of the day he'll never get over losing this person no matter what he loses or what he goes through or what he experiences it will never be as painful as losing the person that he lost and it's just such a stunning song 
Oh my god, an album that I'm fucking obsessed with. Loudon Wainwright, the third <laughs> album, number two. And there's a song on there called Motel Blues and oh, breathtaking. Oh my god. So I discovered Eels the other day. Double E L S. And I'm so fucking obsessed. It's basically this guy who goes by the name E, but his name's Mark. And he creates um, music with like a bunch of like rotating collaborators. And they've been around for fucking ages. And honestly, bro, like, I can't believe I've never heard of them. I want to say them, but I just feel like it's a he, like, it's just him. But I guess he, like, it's not actually just him because there's other people that, like, play instruments and shit. But basically, fucking insane. They have an album called Electroshock Blues and it's honestly their magnum opus. It's fucking incredible. It took my motherfucking breath away. Like, it's a work of fucking art. But honestly, like, all of the albums, like, Beautiful Freak is so fucking good um and end times oh my god that is so good there's another album by sparkle horse called viva dixie submarine transmission plot it's so depressing it's so good um piper oz the hound by art loan that album is amazing and i'll just give you one more album because honestly like i've saved so many good ones but i'm gonna be talking about them forever but basically there's this indie pop duo from Norway um called Kings of Convenience and they have an album called Quiet as the New Loud and it's amazing you have to listen to it it's so good it's so good um but lastly whilst we're still talking about the music stuff basically there's a band called Mad Anthony Mad Anthony let me find the fucking album it's called The Lost Tapes and it came out in 2023 but it's from the 70s right because I was thinking about like what are my favorite albums right now and I really love that Mad Anthony album and I really love this album by a band called Sylvie and the album is called Sylvie and I was like they sound so similar why do they sound so similar and guess what I discovered I'm gonna read it to you it's fucking crazy in 1975 John Schwab and his band Mad Anthony sat in a barn in Southern California and recorded their songs. It was a narrative that was common during this period. The band was close to a record deal, but it never came, and the tapes were stored in a box in a closet. Decades later, in a small town in Ohio, his son, Ben Schwab, came across them. The recordings would imprint a sound and feeling that he would end up chasing. They were timeless, effortless, and soulful. A harmonic birthright. Sylvie is the full return to the musical lineage and the spirit that lived in all those lost yet beloved cassettes and reels. True to Mad Anthony's form, Ben and his friends also sat around in a garage. <laughs> garage, but like we say garage. In a garage <laughs> in LA to make these recordings. Of course, his father's voice is featured prominently. He sings one of the songs. Not much has changed. Isn't that fucking crazy? So basically, and then I'll read you the Mad Anthony fucking thing. It's actually like so beautiful. Rays of late afternoon sun drip through the rafters of an old barn in Santa Barbara, California. It's early 1975 and three recent transplants from the Midwest sit surrounding a single microphone acoustic strumming and rapturous har harmonies filling the airy space. John K. Schwab, Larry Dotson and Carl, Mad Anthony, 
Richards, had made a name for themselves in the Ohio club scene, going as a trio by Richards' outlandish nickname. And while this recording session was theoretically going to provide the demos to garner that big break, the record deal and international tour never materialised. Instead, the recording did eventually reach the ears of an important listener, Schwab's son, Ben, who created, who like, is the fucking band Sylvie. Um, where are we? Now a musician himself with the band's drug dealer, with the bands? Oh, with the band's drug dealer and Sylvie. Oh, are they like two separate bands? I don't know. Uh, the latter of which takes direct influence from his father's band. Oh, so he's a musician himself with the band's drug dealer and Sylvie, the latter of which takes direct influence from his father's band. So is drug dealer and Ben two separate bands? Or like Ben is in the band drug dealer? And then Sylvie? Girl, I don't know. Um, and after seven or so years of Ben's convincing and over 40 years of the recordings going largely otherwise unheard, the elder Schwab and his bandmates decided it was time, introducing the Lost Tapes, which is by, the, the album by Mad Anthony. I used to tell my son, quote, you can play all the hot licks, be the Eddie Van Halen of your neighborhood, but nothing will last as long as a good song, Schwab says. We didn't have the ability to properly record in 1975, but Ben reminded me that it's the quality of the songs that matters, not the recording. And like, I just thought that, that was so endearing that like, I really enjoyed both of those two albums individually. And I was wondering like, do you know what? Like, they sound so similar. Like the vibe is like so, so similar and it has the same kind of energy and feel to it. And then when I like read about them, like, mad anthony being like his dad's band and then finding all of these cassette tapes of like all of this music like 40 years later and being like dad like you need to release this this is crazy and then actually creating an album deeply inspired by the cassette tapes and like re-recording them in his new band and like this like lineage of like musical artistry and talent and like oh oh it's stunning and like you can tell like with the mad anthony album it's like the quality is like really like bad but it just adds to the pizzazz it adds to the vibe it adds to the energy and the feeling of it all and yeah there's a song called rena on the lost tapes loving you and babe they're my favorites and then on the sylvie album my favorites are sylvie falls on me and 50 50 but honestly they're very short albums and every single song is beautiful. Uh, so definitely check out those two and let me know what you think. Like, I just love that that is, is the history behind them. And I just really, when I read about it and found that out, I was like so, so captivated and just felt really inspired. And I just found it very wonderful. So... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to end this episode here. Before I go, I want to read you another page from the pivot year because we do this every week now. Um, we're on day 26. So finding yourself also requires losing who you once thought yourself to be. 
Cultivating the deepest and most lasting forms of inspiration often requires the most rote kind of consistency. Figuring out what's right for you is acknowledging that different things are right at different times. Alignment shifts as you do. Healing is often a process of being able to hold and embrace the contrast of your experience, to embrace them, to let them be. Should we read day 27? It's quite long, but I'll read it. I always like to read like two at a time or three. So let's do two. In an unawakened state, your power is fully externalized. Your faith is placed disproportionately on the systems, regulations and structures that never had any intention of moving past where you are now into where you could be. It is often when you reach complete exhaustion and exasperation with this view of the world that you begin to go inward and discover something solvent, the power that's within you. As you begin to wake up to that power, you often overuse it. You assume you are a god unto yourself, the tiny particles around which the entire universe will bend and break and reform. You begin to shake off this illusion when you realise that the things you insisted on creating did not turn out as perfectly as you once imagined. You begin to take other people into account, their timing and their needs. You start to see that you cannot see everything, and so begins the true journey of your life, which is the dance between what is yours to handle and what is yours to release, what you must reach for and what you must allow to come, when it is time to speak and when it is time to listen, when it is time to teach and when it is time to learn, when it is time to exert your will and when it is time to surrender to a path far greater than anything you could conceive of prior. This is what it is to live to understand your free will and develop the discernment to use it well. So true. I love that. Like <laughs> when it is time to listen and when it is time to speak, that is something that I learned. I used to be such a motherfucking yapper and then I realized, wow, like it's actually really nice to not just keep like, I just never would like think before I spoke and I just yap, 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 yap. And now whatever I'm, saying and like putting into the world I try to be so thoughtful with my words and articulate myself in a way that doesn't keep me going round and round in a circle just be kind of like very to the point um and whatever I say for it to be meaningful as opposed to like yap 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 and I love listening to people speak and I love just sitting there and like watching watching how they like weave through whatever story they're trying to tell and allow that to flow and the conversation to flow as opposed to like when I was younger I wasn't a good listener so like when someone would be talking I'd just be like ready for like my turn to talk or if I had something I would then like interject and be like oh yeah so like blah blah blah, blah. and in doing so like I cut them off from their flow they're never going to get to the point that they're trying to get to because I've already cut them off and yeah, just learning, learning when it's time to speak and when it's time to listen. Although I do, I do yap. There's a time for yapping and there's a time for listening, I feel. Um, but yeah, interesting episode today. I hope when I go to edit it, it's got something good in it because honestly, I feel like, what did I talk about? I don't know, I blacked out, but I hope it was good. And you know, gonna take the pressure off myself. Sometimes it's nice to just have an episode where, I just talk to you guys, we catch up, we chill, 
the vibes are easy. It's half past four, so I need to go because I told my friend I would message her to hang out at four. And actually it's not half past four, it's 40 minutes past four. So I hope she's still around. <laughs> Sorry, girl. I didn't realize that was the time. But yeah, uh, I don't know what we're gonna be talking about next week, but you know, wait and see. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, um engage will you please like it for me and if all of you listening to this have gotten to the end it must mean you like me so if you could please just comment literally comment anything because we need to get the engagement going on these videos girls like I know you're dming me telling me you're enjoying it and it's wonderful and I love having those conversations with you via dm but if you could also just take some time right now to comment something anything um under the video and if you all like it then you know we're off to a great start and I feel like I don't say that in every single episode because it's kind of jarring to be like leave a comment and like it but honestly leave a comment and like it because we're trying to we're trying to grow here queens we're trying to grow the community okay I love you and I hope you have a wonderful week I hope that you've had a wonderful week so far and if you haven't uh, I'm giving you a big virtual hug and kiss and I just know you're gonna get through it babes you will because you're strong and because you are a warrior and you're a diva and divas always get through it so I love you and I will see you next week bye Mwah.